Greetings, and welcome to Top Tier Volunteer. I'm your host, Andre, and this is episode 11. This podcast is done in the memory of my mother, Loretta Lowe, and my favorite artist, Young Dolph. I'm going to cover a couple different things this podcast. Of course, the loss to Georgia. Um, we at least re- recently got a recruit, a new recruit for the 23 class, and um, the, of course, the playoff rankings. All right, man, so let's start with this L that we took. Georgia, 27, Tennessee, 13. And the crazy part was, is like, we did not come to play at all. Um, I didn't think, of course, everybody tried to downplay the stadium and with all that type of stuff. And then, you know, you watch the game and it's like, damn, they really loud as hell. It's like, they did it how they were supposed to do it. That was, after, after, you know, a couple of days later, everybody is saying this, that was the best Georgia crowd ever. And I definitely believe it. Because they were loud, they were obnoxious, they were on every play. And they made Tennessee have so many false start penalties, they don't make no damn sense. Like, what the hell, bruh? These dudes could not hold their water for nothing on the shift. When the when the safeties came down and um, act like they was going to rush, you know, rush the quarterback. These dudes jumping. Even when they wasn't moving, they was jumping. It was like, damn, bruh, they messed up every op- good opportunity they had. Once we started moving... For some damn reason, somebody will jump. And it just got annoying after a while. And you just knew it wasn't our night. So, um, I'm not going to do a player of the game. Even if I wanted to, like, <laughs> didn't nobody play good enough to get it. Like, okay, my fault. Uh, Chase McGrath, he went two for two. He got our only points. He didn't miss it. And, you know, he's been he's been shaking the past two weeks. But, obviously, he rectified. He came. I knew he was going to come for the big games. And, you know, the rest of his teammates didn't help him out that much. So, uh, player of the game is uh, Chase McGrath. And I don't even know if I'm going to do player of the games after losses. So, but for right now, Chase played the best, whatever. All right, so, you know, we got to do our uh, positional breakdowns. Quarterback, what the hell, bro? And didn't, he just, he just wasn't ready this game. I don't know if it was the nerves. It just was a bad game from the beginning. You know, first drive of the game, he's doing all the dink passes. Um, and, you know, it just felt like it was something wasn't right. You know, we we went for a field goal when every other opportunity all year we went for it on fourth down. And it was like we didn't do it that time. It was like, okay, whatever. Ain't feel like that much then. But, you know, looking back, it seems like, you know, it just wasn't right. Um, Hendon was overthrowing receivers when he did hit the rec- when he did get the ball to the receivers. It was a high pass. The receivers weren't a- able to turn and run because they had to jump high. It was numerous times where, um, you know, at, you know the the wide receivers were coming back and doing the stop route, but Hendon throw the ball so high that you know Tillman got to jump eight feet high, catch the ball, then come down and get hit, or come down and try to make a move. But the, you know they were playing press coverage, so they already right there, so. And then on the deep shots, he was uh, overthrowing them. You know, that's, that's going to happen. But, you know, we really needed those. And, you know, he just didn't, you know, he just didn't produce. Um, and now it feels like, you know, a couple of days later, it's like he's not even in the Heisman you know, race no more. You know, of course, that's not right, you know, after a loss, you know, because, you know, one bad game don't take you out of it. So, you know, he's just going to have to play really well the next three games. But... You know, that was just when his a, a, a good showing versus, I mean, Georgia. And, you know, just watching the game, you just wanted the offense to get right. You just wanted things to get better. But, you know, he's 
the one calling shots. And the play that made me the most mad was the damn wasn't safety because watching, you know, just watching the game live, he looked to the left for like two, three seconds, seeing when nobody open, and he's in the end zone. Once you make that one read, you take off. But no, he didn't do that. He made his read, seen when nobody opened, and tried to make another read. And it's like, no, bro, you already seen when nobody. You don't have that much time. You got to go. You got to go. But he just stood there like a statue, and it just got rocked. And it's like, damn, man, you know, then all the other stuff happened. So, come on, man. You just got to play better. But, you know, that's my, you know, that's our guy. So, we got to rock with him and... You know, we just hope he. We know he's gonna play better from now on. But this game, he just he, he it just didn't it just didn't happen. Um, running backs. You know, there's everything you know that's on the negative side for the running backs. That's on the you know the uh, the evaluation that it came through. Small, uh, not durable, and right fumbler. Um, small. He tried to juke. He didn't even try to joke. He tried to go heads up with his hurt shoulder and end up injuring it. I don't know why he did himself like that because, you know, he knew that it was his hurt shoulder. Um, he could have did anything except bleed with that, and he put all the, he went right into it and got smacked. So that was a crazy play. And, you know, I'm not trying to blame or anything, but that's what happened. And then right, you know, left a lot of yards on the field. I don't think he expected you know Georgia be that fast because they was on you know they was owners like didn't need, couldn't neither one of them get that much separation. As soon as they got the ball and you know the safety scene was a run play, they were running up and they was making the tackle. They were making the tackle every time. So when it got rough and you know it started raining and you know Wright was the running the ball, you could you know it just felt like it was in the air. You know it was bound to happen because you know Georgia was just on our ass every time. So. You know, he ends up fumbling. And that was a major turning point. And, you know, the game was pretty much over after that, man. You know, we kept trying, but it didn't work. Um, so, you know, didn't nobody come to play this game. And running backs were no no exception. Um, wide receivers, you know, they were trying, man. They weren't getting balls placed to them that well. Um, Hendon was overthrowing them. When he did get it to him, he was throwing the high, like I said. You know, Tillman played a good game. He jugged Ringo a couple times after he came down and got his yards. And then on the interception play, it's like he was just overthrown. He he tried to play DB, but he still couldn't stop it because basically all Rigo had to do was run up under it. And it's like, you know, what else more could he do? So Hyatt, you know, on another play that was overthrown, all the plays were overthrown. So Hyatt's running downfield. He didn't know where the uh, referee was. He's running downfield with his head up in the air. The ref looking right at him and still in the way, and Hyatt just goes and steps on his leg and injured himself. I mean, it's crazy. Like, first of all, the refs was in the way the whole damn time for some reason, especially in the early game. But I digress. Um, back to wide receivers. You know, uh, Brooke, you know, came to play. He had a couple drops, you know, in the ring, I think. He caught the rest of them. But, you know, that's just how it goes. They tried, but it just wasn't a good game. You know, the wide receivers pretty much based off the quarterback, and the quarterback didn't bring his best game so you know it wasn't going to be a good game for the wide receivers as well they tried um the tight ends you know they were pretty much a non-factor you know blocking uh i don't remember nothing like that because we didn't get that many yards running um and then like you know the the pass plays they tried to get it to him but you know they were overthrown as well so whatever um 
Then going to the unit that had the worst day, the damn O line. Like, what the hell was that, man? Like, so many false starts. Like, I know that the, the crowd was loud, but golly, y'all couldn't hold y'all water for shit. Like, soon as they shifted to the left or right, jumping. Soon as the safeties came down, acting like they was about to blitz, jumping. Soon as he got five, four, three, two, jumping. It's like y'all, they didn't stand, they couldn't hand stand still for nothing. They pretty much messed up every drive that we tried to get right. And they could, just couldn't do it. I don't know what the problem was going on. Then when it came to the pass block, they were getting demolished, man. They was, Georgia came in with six sacks and left out with 12. That's crazy. Like, 88, Jalen Terry, okay, man. Or I think that's his name, I don't know. Jalen Carter, damn, bro. Like, I, they say he was good, but I didn't know he was going to do that. This dude was wrecking in the middle of the line. Um, they was getting pressure on all sides. Hendon wasn't helping by not running. He waited to the last second every time, so of course he was going to get sacked. It's like, you got to move faster, but just the overall bad game for for them and then they the first they the first unit and they had the worst day out of anybody so it was just the overall bad day for the offense like just going down looking at everything nobody it was just the rain once the rain started we couldn't get right because nobody and that's you know tennessee that's what we're known for so that's what we were banking on coming in having number one offense but we leave out with 13 points and it's like, you know, even when things started going right, we throw an interception. Or we couldn't get the, the first down. Or, you know, just little stuff like that. Georgia really came to prove a point that they were number one defense. And I sort of felt like they, that could have happened, you know, because I've seen it before. I've seen it with Peyton Manning and going against the Seahawks. I've seen it with Cam Newton going against the Broncos. It was It's crazy, you know, when a top-flight defense comes and wants to shut you down against the number one offense, it can be done. And it was done yesterday or Saturday. So, huh. moving on to the defense. Once again, the D-line, they're good at stopping the run, but that pass rush was terrible. Stetson had all day to throw. You know, even when, when he that did get pressure, he scrambled out and made our uh, uh, defenders look crazy. Scrambling and doing all these amazing plays. And it's like... Stetson is a good quarterback, man. I say it every time. You know, even his own fan base is hating on him. But all this dude does is beat the opposing quarterback that's supposedly better than him. Every time. He makes gritty plays. He makes all the throws. He gets. He just does what has to be done. And he's only lost one time or, you know, one real big game. And that was in the SEC Championship. And he came back and rectified himself in the National Championship. So, that cancels out. But, I'm, I'm talking about... Stats and forget him right now. He's trash ass. I'm still say trash. <laughs> but moving on to the D line. I mean, like I said, they couldn't get no pass rushing when it was. You know, it just didn't really matter. So you know, subpar game from them. But I don't know. I was towards the end, they you know they did bow up, and you know we would we did get a decent pass rush where they couldn't. That Georgia couldn't just beat us the regular way. So I that's they get get credits for bowing up. Linebackers, same thing, you know, they they held um, number 19, I forget his name right now, um, in check. But besides that, you know, you know, I don't know, it's hard to say because they only scored 27 points, but it felt like we weren't in the game at all, even though they really, they did their damage in the first half. That's what I'll say. They did their damage in the first half on our secondary, 
the crazy long pass, you know. So I guess I'll move on to the DBs there. <laughs> uh, you know, subpar performance as always, but you know, we couldn't mask it this time. And then, you know, it just got burnt numerous times. Uh, Slaughter got beaten coverage on the deep route immediately after they got the ball back. And it's like, you know, if a good team gets the ball on the short side of the field, they're going to try to throw it deep. And that's what they did. And he bit up so hard that McConkie was open by like 50 yards or 30 yards. Um, the other deep pass that was thrown, you know, Trey Flowers is not there, bro. Like, uh, number eight was in good coverage. I'm, I'm I'm drawing a blank on people's names right now, but he was in good coverage. He tried to strike the ball, but that's where Flowers is supposed to come in. He's the deep safety, but he wasn't even in the picture. He was there, but he wasn't there. He was just there, like, oh, I'm here, but I I got burnt, so I can't help out. And it's like it's always that with him. And it's like it's like me and my friend watching the game, and they always getting on Flowers. And, you know, then we look at Georgia's safety. I was like, that's the difference right there. Those are good safeties. They make the play. They don't wait on for the, the, the quarterback to throw the ball for them to try to, uh, to break up the pass. They guess that the quarterback's going to throw it to him and already breaking on it. They wrap up. They get there and hit the person and bring them to the ground and don't lose yards. Those are good safeties. And that's, you know, Tennessee just doesn't have that yet. But. So you know, I could I could go worse, but I'm I'm just gonna stop right here. Uh, they did, like I said, they they held some uh, they held some fight, showed some fight. Our offense just could not do nothing, and you know Kirby was content with just running the ball, and you know they weren't gonna let us score anyway. So he was like, "Shit, we ain't gonna score neither. We just gonna take this 27-13. Uh, moving on to special teams, bro. That was the first time I've ever seen a team lose to a damn punt. That was the best punt we've probably ever seen, except the one we we've done one like that before, a corner kick. But even that one didn't have the significance of what this one did. It went out the one, and we just couldn't recover from that. That's when all the dumb stuff happened, where uh, Hendon did a Statue of Liberty play and just stood there and got rocked. So, you know, that thing traveled seventy-five yards, and you know, people were trying to blame Williams for not calling a fair catch, and it was like he didn't know it was gonna go out like that at the one. You know, he could have caught it, but it was so long and far, He, you know, he was like, okay, it'll roll out in the back of the end zone, and it almost did. It just happened, just so happened, to go out to the one. I mean, so damn, man, damn, because after that, that was the best punt he did. Every other punt after that was trash. Moving on to our special teams, Chase McGrath, you know, he got his two kicks, like I said, player of the game. Uh, so, you know... Our kicker, our punter, you know, wasn't all that good. But, you know, circumstances, we was always on the negative side of the field, backed up, worried about getting blocked. So, you know, we did more punting in that game than we've done all year. So that should let you know. We don't want to punt. We we obviously don't punt a lot. Um, uh, Fair catching and all this other stuff, you know, it was raining. We don't usually call fair catch. Uh, they try to run it out. And then our, our, special, our special team's coverage is pretty good pretty damn good um moving on to coaching man you know kirby came with a formula and stuck to it and it worked hypo couldn't make adjustments and it showed and they was just on our ass so it it goes like that that sometimes i don't want to go too far um the defense did their thing they tried to hold they held them 27 points like i keep saying but you know all we're obviously offensive team and offense just didn't get it done 
Um, the O-line coach, you know, got to get them them boys' ass this week. You know, uh, I hope they shift and move and blitz the safeties, show them the blitz all week until they stop moving. That's what needs to be done. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say else about the analysis. Like, it, except I think all Tennessee fans, we were all just disappointed. We didn't like what we saw. I mean, of course, we thought we could lose, but we didn't want to be embarrassed. We didn't want to go out like that. You know, it just seemed like people, we were shook and we weren't ready for the big time, even though we'd played several big time games this year. We ain't played that damn bad this whole time. But, you know, it goes like that. And, you know, I'm confident we're going to come out and play better because obviously the competition goes down after this. But, you know, that was just bad to watch. It was hard to watch the whole time. So moving on to this week, uh, we're ranked number five in the eight, in the playoff poll. You know, there's a lot of people getting mad about that. I don't really care because, you know, TCU deserves to be undefeated. You know, if you ain't got no losses, you be at the top. So that's how it goes. And, you know, somebody's going to lose either TCU or Michigan, Ohio State, and we'll slide right on in there. So all we got to do is win out and win our games, and, you know, everything will work itself out. Um, I did say we did recently get a new recruit in the 23 class. Um, his name is Vincent Lang from Alabama. He's big as hell, too. He's uh, like, he's 6'4", 335. Just a big old dude, man. So, you know, it's always good to get the, pipe, get the pipeline with Alabama going. Um, he's from Pike Road, Alabama. Never heard of that. And some other people ain't heard of that neither. So, you know, uh, but... We need to run blocking, and hopefully he's good at pass blocking. And, you know, I got a lot of faith in the offensive line coach, so I'm sure he's going to be a good prospect. Um, he brings up the commit totals of 22. We're ranked number 11 in the nation right now, and we're, you know, just bulking up the old the line to get some blocking for Nico when he comes in and or whoever starts next year. So um, I'm definitely happy about that. We haven't had any recruits lately, but um, I'm sure some will be coming on along I'm definitely sure that we'll begin some in the transfer. We'll probably go crazy in the transfer portal this year. Get some wide receivers. Get definitely get some running backs. Maybe an old lineman or two. But we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, we just gotta keep our heads up this uh, uh, year, not this year, but this week. Um, obviously, we lost, but it wasn't in the, the world. We still, we still can do a lot of things that we didn't expect to be able to do uh, at the beginning of the year. And, um, you know, you know, just move on. Uh, we got Missouri this week. They got a good defense. I'm sure they watch Georgia's game, but they don't have the same athletes. So we about to goddamn try to run up the score on them, and let's <laughs> let's make it do what it do. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to wrap up the podcast here. Um, if you hear this, please like, subscribe, and share my pod, the link, if you will. Um, if you know some other Tennessee fans, please just let them know. If you like, if you like the show, um, I really appreciate it. Top tier volunteer. I'm just trying to get more people to listen to it. I don't really care about none of the other stuff. Um, I do this all for the passion and the love of the Vols. So this is Andre signing off. Go Big Orange.